Howdy folks, and welcome back to another side quest with me, your host Luke, the Ginger Bookworm. Hope you're doing well, hope you're good, as usual. Um, today we're going to be doing a short review for episode 2 of Moon Knight. But before I get onto that, one thing that I want to say, I've got a few, a few updates, a few big surprises. Well, I say they're updates, but I can't really tell you what they are yet because they're a surprise. But I just want to say, things are in the works at the moment. I'm currently working on a new design. A new look for the podcast because um, the the picture I'm using at the moment, which if you're on Spotify, you can see my face in flames, um, is what I use what I tried to use as a placeholder, um, and I wanted to keep it there for a while until basically I got my warmed up my tires. If that if that sort of analogy makes sense, kind of the idea that I wanted to get comfortable, get set in, get ready, get to a spot where I know this is something that I want to keep doing that I know I can do, and now I'm up to I think like episode twelve or. 13 and or whatever i'm on now um i know that i'm at a point where i'm confident enough where this is something that i can continue doing and i can do quite well so i figured it's time for a new look time for a, a logo and an image that suits and fits the whole sort of nostalgic feel so that's coming hopefully soon i've got a, a, an artist working on it um obviously you can't give any spoilers or anything like that yet because again this is this is a, a an audio based not visual based platform so i can't show you anything but from what i've seen the designs and the, the concepts that i've sat down with the artist has been going great um hopefully I'm, i want to get in touch with uh, somebody that i know who does music so we can get some custom music a custom intro and a custom interludes um so that so that's in the works as well um also i've, I've been talking to uh, potentially having either sponsors and stuff like that um, but that's slowly in the work. I don't know when that will be, but when it is, you will know about it. Um, so that's so that's good. You know, think, you know, good fingers crossed. Things are starting to take off. So yeah, I just wanted to give the quick updates that things are starting to grow. Things are getting better. And again, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens and everybody who tunes in every week to not just the main quest, but to the side quests as well. Um, the side quests don't get as much love as the main quests, which I understand. There are short little things, um, but the small, the few people that do listen to them, the little bonus things, it means a lot. So I want to say thank you and appreciate you guys that really sort of, you know, listen to these short episodes. It means a lot. So uh, anyway, Moon Knight, episode two. So what happened? Well, everything in this episode that I wanted to happen, happened. As if you listen to last week's, well, if you haven't, go back and listen to the side quest uh, part one of uh, the Moon Knight episode one. And then you can get my thoughts and feelings there. But if you listen to that, you will know that I mentioned that what I wanted from episode two and onwards is that now that we set Steve up, or Stephen, shall we say, uh, with an N, uh, with a V, as he likes to say in the show, um, it's time now to introduce the other sort of personalities, the other characters. And I knew that they would do it, but that was kind of my hopes. And that's what they do here. Again, no spoilers um, for this episode at all. Um, but they they really sort of introduce the whole dynamic. So it, it starts off mostly with Stephen and the, the relationship Stephen has. And as he's starting to realize that I'm not going crazy, like this is like a real sort of thing in my, in my mind. And they have a moment where he has a conversation with Mark. It's a really, really cool uh, a moment because you can, it's not just the amazing acting of Oscar, of Oscar, Oscar Isaac, but it's also the fact of the cinematography and how it's shot. It's so seamless that you would believe that it's it's two different people. 
You know what I mean? It's kind of like if you've watched Legend with Tom Hardy, where he played both the Cray twins, where it was done so well in such a way, and the characters look so different, even though we can tell it's Tom Hardy in both roles, that eventually you just kind of, that veil of disbelief sort of disappears, and you just sucked in of like, this is real. Yeah, that's two different people, you know? So the way it's played where Stephen has his own sort of personality, own quirks, and he's very nervous wreck. And then you've got Mark who's very confident, very straightforward, very much like, you know, um, what you'd imagine a very rough and tough manly man to be. So we have that and uh, we have that dynamic, which is fun. We have more Kanchu coming up, uh, which is really, really good. The visual effects on Kanchu are incredible. Generally, like there are moments again with the cinematography and the lighting that Kanchu just looks real. He looks like a real entity, you know, and so I love how the special effects are getting better. Uh, one of the upsides of this, this owl episode is not just the dynamic between Steve and Mark, because you get more of that and you get more of um, moments where um, kind of like uh, Cool moments where everybody's talking at the same time in their head. You've got Kanchu talking, then you've got Mark talking, then you've got um, like Stevens reacting, and he's kind of looking around, people looking at him like he's crazy as he's replying and as he's talking to them, and they're sort of hammering him. And it, it, it's like Mark saying to him, like, "Give me control of the body." Kanchu's just like, you know, somebody take the the wheel off the idiot and give it back to Mark, you know, because that's how Kanchu sees um, Steve. He sees Steve as, as an idiot, as, as the fool. Like somebody take control away from the idiot and give it back to me, or give it back to give it back to Mark. And you've got like Steve at this moment, like going crazy, and be like, "I'm not an idiot, you know. You guys are, are the voices. I'm gonna get myself some help, and I'm gonna go to therapy, and I'm gonna get rid of you, and they're gonna give me full of pills to 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 get rid of the voices in my head, so you will disappear and leave me alone." Um, and really, moments of like he's he's breaking down and he's going crazy obviously we know he's not crazy but in his mind he's that slow sort of form of going crazy um so i love that but one of the standouts for this is actually not moon knight and it's not the moon knight reveal and it's not the reveal of mark for me it's ethan hawk handsome hawk there is a moment in this and again no spoilers but there's moments where, where steven meets um the uh, Ethan Hawke's character, which I'll be honest, I f I don't know his name because I'm, it is bad to say, but I'm so enthralled in in, in the Mark and Conchu and Steven sort of roles that I just I blank out everything else. Like I know what's going on, I'm absorbing it, but like I'm not taking it fully in. It's more the fact of this is amazing. It's, it's like watching Dune, for example. When you first watch Dune, it's just like I know the story, I know what's going on, but I'm it, it's just visual candy. It's like watching visual porn. You know what I mean? Without the naked ladies, just very much like, you know, seeing spaceships come in and seeing the beautiful dunes and the sandworms, you know, that sort of thing. It's just like visual eye candy. It's, it's like porn for the eyes. It's fantastic, which I guess porn is porn for the eyes. I don't know. That analogy doesn't work. I'm going to move on anyway. The point is, I'm trying to say it's it's so visually stimulating that. I just block out a lot of things that I'm not looking at. You know what I mean? So I, I it's bad that I've, I forgot his name. Um because he, to me, it's just, it's just Ethan Hawke. It's just Ethan Hawke being Ethan Hawke. That's just how I see it. Because um, if you see Ethan Hawke in anything, you just know that that guy just has a presence. Especially, he has, he has a way with his eyes where he can be nice and to be evil so quickly. And I love it. And I'm glad that he, he's in the MCU now. But there is this moment where he's talking to, to Steve. And he's really nice. He's really kind. And he's so charming. And like he's being not. And the people are, are talking to him. He's in this little cult sort of thing. And I'll be honest with you. I was generally sitting there going, I want to be in your cult. 
I want to join your cult, Mr. Hawk, <laughs> Mr. Ethan Hawk. Um, I want to be in it because he he plays the his character so well, and he plays that moment. It's just a it's a it's a tracking shot. It's a following shot. You can actually see the the moment of this like where he meets him and he takes Steve and it just, the camera just follows them as, you know, he's talking around, talking to people, having a nice sort of um, jabs and that sort of thing with his communion with the people that are following him. He's like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, I hope you're fine. Um, I tried the lentil soup. It was made by that guy up there. Hey, I can't remember his name. Let's just call him Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. And like Jimmy waves. And it's really nice, really kind. And it just seems really pleasant. And generally in this few not even two to three minutes of just seeing this tracking shot that by the end of it, I was like, I want to join your cult, you know, because there's many times when you watch movies or TV shows and you can see cults, you can see cult leaders and you just sit there and sometimes, not all the times, but you, you do watch certain ones and you're like, well, how would you, who would want to follow this guy? This guy seems nuts. This guy seems crazy. Like he's not charming. He's not charismatic. There's nothing about him. which really makes me go, you know what? Yeah. I want to drop everything and follow you. Whereas, but this one here, the, the incredible acting by Ethan Hawke, there is a mo- there is moments where generally like, I was like, screw it, I'll, I'll drop everything right now and join your cult, hundred percent. You won me over. Like I've never had lentil soup, but I want to try it now. You know what I mean? Because of that moment where he's just like the 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 visual acting where he's just eating it and Stevens eating it because it's good, isn't it? You know, it's it's it's, it's nice. You know, he's very charming, very much. And I'm like. Damn, that looks delicious. I want to try. I've, like I said, generally, I've never tried lentil soup in my life. I've been told it's nice. But I really want to try lentil soup now because of even hawk. It's crazy. But that's the sort of the, 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 the appeal that the man has. And just the gravitas that he has in his acting. That he doesn't need to emote. He can just use his eyebrows or he can use his facial structure. Or he's, and that brings him with his body posture where you can tell he's angry. You can tell he's happy. You know, there are many moments where generally he, he doesn't do much. He just uses his voice. He uses his face. And from doing that, that emanates an energy out of him that you can pick up on of like, he's happy, he's sad, he's angry. So when you see him on screen, he doesn't do anything. He's mostly he's either sitting down or he's standing up. He's never running around doing action. He's just stationary. But he's such a versatile actor that you, I'm sure you could get Ethan Hawke in a straight jacket and you could put a mask on him and he would still be able to like be the man in the mask, in the iron mask and still sort of emote in such a way and like have such a presence that even if you didn't know it was Ethan Hawke, you'd be like, damn, this guy, I don't know why he's chained up or why he's got a mask on, but I love this guy. I want to know why this guy's here, you know, really. And that's just the acting potential of Ethan Hawke. That's why I call him Handsome Hawke, because he is Handsome Hawke. He's a handsome guy, you know, and he's just an incredible actor. He, like he, He's the right actor to go up with Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is one of these actors that has just a gravitas with him. He just has a way with his roles where, like, even he was one of the best parts of the new Star Wars movies. I loved his characters in Star Wars, and I would really love a post-spin-off show. Um, and even X-Men Apocalypse, I liked him as Apocalypse. I know most people didn't, but generally I liked him as Apocalypse. Um, so he just has a way when he goes into roles of just disappearing, but not too much where it's meta acting, but enough where it's just like it's it's acting, but it's it's fun at the same time. You can tell he's having fun. You can tell it's not a job. It's generally like this is a hobby and he's getting to do it. So when he is Steven, he's really believable that that's who he is. And then when he switches to Mark, straight away, it's like, I don't know, it's like, 
it's it's imagine if I punched somebody in the face and I broke their face. Again, that's this is a weird analogy. But if I punch you in the face and I broke your jaw, and then you kind of sat there in some magical without crying in pain, you managed to lock your bo- like go really happy, like really oh god, and then lock your jaw back in place and get really angry. It's kind of like that. Like when he's Steven, his face is is a different contortion. His eyes and his eye, his eyebrows, I think, is just in a different contortion. And then when he becomes Mark, instantly like straight away like like that. I can't. I'm trying to click, but it's I don't know if it's click. My hands like there you go clicking um like that straight away. His face just changes, and you just know like damn. It's kind of like um in the in there are moments in like the amazing um Spider Man. Or in the original Sam Raimi movies, where you've got like um, the Green Goblin, for example, and you get where he's not, he's normal, Osborne, normal, and then there are moments where uh, William Dafoe's face just changes and he's now Goblin. You can tell that he's the Goblin. Um, it's one of those, and it's, it's an amazing gift to have. You know, I don't think that many actors can do it. You know, there are certain actors that just have a face where, like, they can go from being really happy and sort of cheerful, they can go from one character to another instantaneously. And sort of Oscar Isaac does that wonderfully here. And they do swap around, you know, from being Stephen to Mark to being Moon Knight. Um, we get an introduction to um, Mr. Knight in this, which they've really changed the character of Mr. Knight. But I like the change and I'm, I look forward to I look forward to seeing what they do next uh, with with uh, Mr. Knight. But I, I'm 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 leading on to believe I think there's a diff, there's another personality that we haven't met yet. Um, so far, there's three personalities. There's Steve, Stephen, uh, Mark, and Moon Knight. Now, granted, Moon Knight is Mark, but he isn't Mark when he's not. When when Mark's not wearing the suit, it's Moon Knight. And when obviously he takes the suit off, he's Mark and then he's Stephen. It's, it's it's weird, but it it they all work in their own sort of different personalities. Um, and that's why you got Mister Knight, which is. Again, I'm not going to get into, but you know, spoilers. But is is it's its own sort of personality-ish sort of thing. Um, but I feel like there's another character that we haven't really, that we've been mentioned, but has not really been seen yet. And it's the whole um, character of Scott and Scotty, because um, all the characters that see him when he works in the museum, the security guard and um, the a lady that he works with, they all accidentally call him Scott or um, Scotty. And it's just, it makes me think of like, now that we've seen Mark, Mark doesn't seem the type of guy um, to ask a girl out on a date for steak. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like the type of guy to, to ask her out. Uh, he doesn't seem the kind of guy to... Um, he's, he seems focused on what he has to do. On the whole being Moon Knight. He doesn't seem like a type of guy who's going to be like, oh yeah, you know, um, I'm going to go off and go on dates and stuff like that. So I feel like there's another personality that we haven't meet, met yet called Scott or Scotty. And um, all the other characters have met him. The, he was the one that sort of asked the girl from the first episode out on a date. Um, he was the one that is friends with the security guard. You know, um, that's just my theory. Maybe I might be wrong. Maybe I'm looking into it. It just, as I was watching, it just seems like that is potentiality. What could be happening, or you know, an example as to why um, people keep calling him Scott or Scotty. Maybe like it was something I didn't notice till a second viewing when I was watching the episode two again for this uh, for this short episode. I was like, yeah, they keep calling him Scott or Scott, and he keeps um, correcting them, but 
people keep still keep calling at him, even though he keeps correcting them. And it makes me think of us like, well, we've met Mark now. Mark doesn't seem the type to go out on dates. He seems rather focused on other things, other important things of being sort of Moon Knight and Conchu. He doesn't seem the type of guy to be like, oh, yeah, you know, what? I'm going to go off and I'm going to go on a date. You know, so um, it's one of it's 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 potentiality. It's the potentiality of potentially being real or potentially not being real. It depends. Um, we will see. Uh, we'll see. But that uh, overall, you know, I, I love the episode. I love where they're going with this. Um, I'm, I know it's it's a very slow one so far. Um, and, that's, and that's mainly because, as I said in episode one, it's Moon Knight's a new character. Moon Knight is not a character that is a mainstay. He's not really known that much by the mainstream. And even with comic book fans, he's not really a mainstay with a lot of comic book fans, really. Um, so they need to take it slow to kind of really introduce the character and introduce the whole sort of split personalities and the, the gods and Conchu and all that. So it's basically, it's what Eternal should have been. Eternal should have been a TV show, which I said that in my internals review on here. Um, Eternal should have been a TV show. That way you can set a thing up and have, give people a reason to care for each character. Um, um, but that being said, dog, sorry. I know I'm going out in and out because I've got my dog attacking me while I'm trying to record. That's it. Lie down. Shh, shh. Lie down. Stay. Stay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad they're doing Moon Knight in a TV show because if they did it in a movie, I think the movie would have been great. But I think there would have been a lot of people would have been confused, probably been a bit lost because there's a lot to set up. And obviously with the split personalities, you would have had to rush the whole um, moment where sort of Steven sort of realizes who he is and you would, probably wouldn't have been able to explore um, the whole sort of Mark dynamic as well, but I've, that's what I feel like next week's going to be. Next week, na- uh, next week is going to be a um, exploration into Mark's character, into how he became Moon Knight. That's my what I think, because um, the way this episode ends, it kind of sets up where we're going to sort of look back now to now we know where Stephen comes from and who Stephen is. We've had two episodes on Stephen. I feel like the next episode is going to be uh, an expose into Mark, into Mark's character, where he comes from, um, how he started, what happened to him, how he became Moon Knight, how he met Kanchu and that sort of thing. That's what I hope the next next week's episode is going to be. Um, so fingers crossed. I really like this episode. If I had to rate it out of 10, I would give it a 10. Uh, the last episode was a, was a 9 because there wasn't enough Moon Knight. Now this is a 10 out of 10 um, because, you know, it, it's taken off taking up from episode one and giving us more. We're getting more Moon Knight. You know, we're getting more of Mark. We're getting more of Steven. We're getting more of Conchu. We're getting more of, of Ethan Hawke. And we're just getting more and more. And I just hope that this momentum keeps up. But one of the things that I love about this show is that I generally have no idea what the hell's going on. And I haven't had that feeling since um, Division. One Division was the first and only ep- uh, TV show that Marvel have done where generally I've had no idea what's going on. Like every week I'm like, what the F is going on? I do not know. Um, and this is kind of like it with Moon Knight. I can't predict where this show's going, especially with the whole sort of split personality and changing of things and and the characters keep changing positions and who controls the body at what time and something. Like I can't predict where this show's going to go. And I that's why I love it so much and that's why i have to rate it so high is because generally it's crazy it's insane it's a 10 out of 10 even Hawke's incredible oscar isaac is incredible and i'm so glad this shows out so yeah um 
if you've seen it, let me know. Let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter, nerdstalgic underscore pod. If you're listening to this on Spotify, don't forget to drop a rating. It really, really helps. And to kind of share with friends, let people know what I'm doing. You know, we've got to widen that net. We've got to get a few more extra straggler, extra fish into the barrel to get some more, more people listening and more people enjoying the show. So, um, yeah, so that's about it for me. Um, today on this little short sort of short short episode even though it's about 20 minutes long um but i hope you well hope you enjoy the rest of your week and as always stay sexy stay active i love you all peace <laughs>